Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Masterminds Podcast. Each episode, we invite extraordinary guests who are masters of their craft, they're innovators, entrepreneurs, and of course, motorcycle enthusiasts who have made their mark in the world. They share their stories, insights, and hard-earned wisdom, giving you a front row seat to the strategies and experiences that shape their successes. So sit back, grab a drink, and get ready for an exhilarating ride as we dive deep into the minds of these exceptional individuals. Along the way, we'll uncover powerful strategies, gain fresh perspectives, and explore the limitless possibilities of what it takes to be an American mastermind. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Masterminds Podcast. I am your host, Topher Sheeler. I am joined by Mr. Rob Adams. How you doing? We've got Alec Langdon over here, and we've got Jared Bayless Yo. on the other side. Stockton representing. We got uh, Mr. Glenn Larkin making his uh, once quarterly appearance up on the sound deck. And ladies and gentlemen, I am very excited. I want to get right into this. This is the annual manifestation blueprint. We are going over it. It is January 4th, and it is time to get 2024 started in the right direction. Let's get right into it. Rob, what you got? Dialed in, one boys. I am excited to go over this with you. This has been one of the most powerful tools I've ever had, and I'm a big believer in manifesting raising your frequency, attraction, all of the things that we've talked about in the past, and this takes it to an annual level, something that most people don't do. There's people that'll put together a dream board. The thing I've noticed about dream boards is they kind of disappear after about two days. They just become a piece of the piece of the scenery. You just pass it when you're on your way to work and on your way home. You don't stop and look at it. The secret to manifesting is to slow down, read the information, and imagine what your life is going to be like when that happens to put, think about put it. Put the energy, spend the energy into it. Yeah. And um, keep it front of mind. You can't, you can't just do it one time, put it on the wall and forget about it. It has to be something that's continually at the front of your mind, something that you're continually focusing on or it won't happen. We only get the things that we believe that we deserve or that we're worthy of and our imagining our worthiness, our achieving these goals creates the opportunity for them to come into our lives. It's not luck, it's being in the right place at the right time with the right energy to receive the gift that the universe is trying to give to you. What did you say last time? Raise your vibration to be able to accept stuff's on that next level. Right. right. And so the, 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 the thing that we talk about in this over and over again is who do I need to become in order to get the things I am worthy to get? Because if I continue doing what I've done, I'll continue to get what I've, I've gotten. And I'm done with that. I'm ready to turn the page. I'm ready to raise the bar. Are you guys with me on that? 100%. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. We, we want yeah. more. <laughs> awesome. And so if you haven't listened, please go back to the uh, last episode where we were putting this together and we talked a lot about that. We could provide you the link in the uh, PDF so that you could print this up and create your own. But what we have here is the spokes of life, the, of the wheel of life, the life accounts, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And um, when we were earlier talking... Tof, you said this is one of the most difficult exercises oh my God. you've ever done. Can you tell us why? Um, so it was kind of a twofold thing, right? <clears throat> Number one, you're trying to come up with manifesting things. And in my mind, it's kind of like wrestling with the definition of what am I trying to manifest? And I ran into some roadblocks. Like I don't – I have family and being a new parent is on the board. The problem is, is I don't know what the hell is coming up with that. You know what I'm saying? I know when the due date is. Yeah. But what am I supposed to manifest after that? I have no idea. So I, I ran into a bunch of roadblocks on that stuff. And then um, with, with everything going on, I am hyper-focused on two things. There are two things that I, that I am trying to actively manifest, and it's been 
well, six months that I've been going down that train and almost trying to find a way to broaden yourself up to think about these other things. Like my personal health, as long as I'm trying to eat kind of healthy and, and doing that, it's not real high on my priority list. So really diving in and trying to figure out what am I wanting to manifest for this spoke, it was hard. I did four renditions of this. Um, and it took all four of them. You know, the first one was kind of the brain dump and uh, just writing everything down and a lot of that stuff like, ah, that wasn't necessary. And then a lot of my stuff leads into like those back to those two things. Right. I need those two things to happen, yep. which makes it a little tricky to fill them all the way out. Mm -hmm. So it was a process. It was a real process. It's, um, it is an exercise because the, the muscle that we have created, the what do I want muscle, is not a muscle that we exercise very often in a long term. Mm -hmm. I'll have a short term, like, man, I could really go for a Coke right now, or man, right. I'm kind of hungry, or man, I want this, or I want that, but what do I really want in my life in a year from now? This is something that we don't think about that often. We'll throw ideas out there. We'll put a picture of a motorcycle on the wall. We'll put the picture of a six-pack abs on the wall, but it doesn't mean anything because there's, there's nothing, there's no, yeah, there's no... Um, <laughs> There's no energy behind it. Right. So, Jared, without jumping into too many details, going too deep, what was your experience in writing these? I, ha I struggled with worthiness. Mm. Like, when I'm writing stuff down, I'm like, man, I don't, you know. And I struggle with that a lot, worthiness. Can I really, do I deserve that? Mm. So, my first rendition was crossed out. <laughs> added stuff down the side over here with some crap, but... I just had to keep telling myself, like, man, this is stuff that I really want to have happen and doesn't, I'm trying to raise my vibration so that I am worthy of, of receiving those things. So that was my experience with the worthiness was a struggle. I'd like to tell you that that never goes away because the, the more you manifest, the more that comes into your life, the more you see that this is actually a tool, the more you think, am I worthy of these things? Right. You have that, you set that. Let's say we set the financial thermostat. It was at 50 degrees. Now we've set it at 75 degrees. Well, now we want it at 80 degrees. Now, right. can I do that? Like it's a new, a new level because you don't even dare to dream at 85 degrees right now. You've been living at 50 degrees for so long. Right. And so worthiness is something that will continually rear its ugly head. And I think as men, we spend a lot of time thinking, do I measure up? Do I deserve that? 100%. And so that's, a, that's powerful. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Alec, my brother, what did you get? Uh, the quote that kept coming into my head as I was working on this was that it's often not, and I don't even know who said this, some philosopher, but it's often not, the, the problem is not that we set our expectations too high and that we don't achieve them. Our, our problem is that we set our expectations too low and mm. we hit the mark. Yeah. And so that was kind of my getting from, go, going from the must-haves, that was easier. But then getting into the it'd be nice and then going into the dream speculation you know exactly do i deserve that that's where it started to get get tough for me is because I, I thinking like you say thinking big is not something i think that i have done all that often i you know i'll go on a vacation once a year where it's like i'm i'm in this nice place and all of a sudden i start thinking man this this is what rich people are I should do living this all, all the time, the time. Yeah. yeah and that's kind of when i get into that mode one week out of 52 and then the rest it's all right well this is what i this, this is how i yeah, live now back to work yep, exactly so that was kind of where it was tough for me but i really i really enjoyed it i thought it was a great it was great um introspection yeah i love that so listeners if um you caught what alex said we've broken the um the uh, this down into three parts and really the first part of it in business for example is 
um, the things that are non-negotiable. This is going to happen. I must do these things. This is my big focus. Then the next level on top of that, or I should say below it, is this would be really cool if it happened. And then the third thing would be like, man, this would be amazing. If this, if I hit this, it would be unbelievable and unimaginable really, but just, you're just like shooting for the stars. Um, a quote that I heard was that um, if you uh, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. Yeah, and so That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, and so I think about that often. I think about what am I really aiming for, and am I, am I consciously aiming for it? Because even if I'm not consciously manifesting, I am in fact manifesting. Yep. Do you, you get what I mean when I say yeah. that? You get what you're thinking about. You get what you're thinking about. And even if it is, I'm thinking about low-level vibrations, that's what I'm bringing that's into my life. That's what you're going to get. In, mm-hmm. in spades, it, it, a lot. The interesting thing about this is when I do this and I, I take it out every day and I read it, and I'm reading the business one, and I think about it, man, won't that be great? And I take it and I put it to the back, and the financial is next, and I put it on the next page for my journaling. I just did my gratitudes, and we've talked about this. When you do your gratitudes, you raise your frequency to a, a level of... Um, that you wouldn't normally have, and then you do this. You do this always in that order. Do your gratitudes, then read this, and and read it at that higher frequency. You'll be surprised at how far you make it down the list into the, I'd never dreamed this was possible. This is a long shot. It's amazing how often happens. You'll look at this in a year, and you'll think to yourself, wow, I'm really proud of that, Rob. Man, he put it in. He did the things. He, He made this happen. That level of proud... And I don't say in a prideful way, but that level of proud is a thing that builds confidence or worthiness for the next time you do it. Mm-hmm. And so this is a compounding effect. You guys follow me? 100%. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So let's, um, let's dive right in. This is going to be um, a tricky podcast to listen to because there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to be reading out loud to one another and um, back and forth. So could be some personal things that we're talking about, maybe some vulnerable items that we want to edit out, but I want you guys to take a moment and... Let's go, I'd like to go to, uh, let me see here. I'd like to go to education. Now education is a funny thing because we've got different uh, levels of education in this room. We've got different levels of uh, completion, you know, high school, college, master's degrees, I would imagine. Glenn, right? A couple of master's degrees lined up. But on my educational level, um, as a man, I want you to know that I always want to be learning something. If I'm not learning, I'm dying. That's how I really feel. If I'm not growing, then I'm dying. And one of the things that I want to learn this year, and this this might seem trivial, but I I want to start with this because this is how it works. I'm going to learn how to play the ukulele. I saw that. I saw that on Facebook. And I was like, that's a really good one. I didn't think about doing something fun. Like, Yeah. yeah, That's a perfect way to kind of kick yourself into I'm learning something, but it's something that is enjoyable, that's fun, that doesn't, you know, when we think of learning, we often think of going back to the classroom. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to get taught. Yeah. It's like, well, no, it could be fun. I I love that. So this last year I signed up for karate. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I'm a yellow belt. I stand back there with Lily, <laughs> the 11-year-old girl. Like I am, it's embarrassing, but it's taken me from master level of whatever I'm doing in life, the things I'm comfortable with, to the rookie level. It humbles me. It creates yeah. the opportunity for me to be hungry and to learn and to grow, and that's where we need to be. And so be, learning ukulele, I went to the uh, guitar place, and the kid that teaches ukuleles is like a 17-year-old kid <laughs> i'm so excited i can't wait to start this kid's gonna be like mr adams did you practice your chords shut up kyle (laughs) it's been a hell of a week um but 
I'm excited to take these ukulele lessons, and I hope Kyle can make it. I hope he can survive teaching this on real man. Keep how to... your fingers straight. Yeah. <laughs> I've told you this already. Um, I'm going to um, mentor in breath work. I want to find a mentor, and I want to learn right. this modality in breath work. I think it's a powerful men- modality. I'm going to listen to a business podcast. I've started listening to Closer Cult. Nice. Alma, what up? Yeah. Um, I'm going to get all my CE real estate credits taken for, care of in the first quarter. I'll lose my license, and so I've got a goal to get that taken care of. I'd like to go to one Tony Robbins event, and then um, I want to uh, find a coach or a mentor that can help me create the successful company um, and to, to move Thanksgiving's heroes forward. So I'm looking for a couple of different mentors, three or four of them actually this year. Hmm. So those are the things I want to grow and learn about. That's it. That's awesome. It's, it doesn't seem like a, a big deal when you're comparing it to a master's degree, but these are the things I want to do. These are the things I want to learn about. I want to find people that can help me do that, and I'm going to put it out to the universe, and they'll show up. Yeah. That makes sense. I like that your, a lot of yours are finding the right person. Yeah. Instead of thinking about like how, you know, acquiring, just magically acquiring knowledge, you're like, well, let me seek out, that's part of your education. Let me seek out the right person who yeah. has the information and just soak it up like a sponge. Right. I think that's really important for people to understand. Yeah, thank you. And yeah. the thing that I like about it is it's not just reading a book or going to a class. This is a person that's going to be like, no, think about it this way. And yeah. someone I can bounce ideas off, someone who can who has traveled the road before right. me and can help me do this it. This didn't work for me. Yeah. That's what I want. I want those kinds of conversations because right. I'm doing, I'm finding a whole lot of things that don't work. Like, give me some warnings, <laughs> boys. You know what I mean? Would you like to share anyone on your education? Sure. I uh, also have lots of mentorship in my booklet, but in education, I want to learn some business and trading strategies, and I want to get some mentorship from that. Um, also, I don't read a lot of books, so on mine is to read more books and get recommendations. You guys are always recommending books, so I'd like to take that more seriously. Um, as much road time as you get, bro, you got to get that Audible and just rack it up. Oh, I do. Yeah. I have Audible, and I, and I do listen to some books, but I need to be better about it. <clears throat> um, and I want to get my general contractor's license, so I would like to, to start studying, take the practice tests for that and take that journey. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got for education. Very cool. Now, when you were writing those things down, Jared, did any of them frighten you? Uh, Asking for mentorship is, I don't know why I have such a block, you know, just asking for help. Because you're amazing. You don't don't like to ask for help. You can figure it out on your own. You're that guy that lives out in Stockton that if he can't figure it out, he'll figure it out. You know what I mean? If it, it doesn't need to happen, if I can't figure it out, kind of a, you're a homesteader for gosh yeah. sakes, you know. <laughs> you read me. Yeah, that's right. That's a tough one. I appreciate that about you, actually. So uh, that's powerful. All right, Alec, what do you got? Uh, well, okay. So starting off, kind of along the book line here, just to keep on along with that, uh, I want to read at least one book a month, one physical book a month. I I listen to books all the time, but there's something about reading a book and then finishing that book and closing it and putting it on a shelf and and having a shelf of books that I can look at and say, all of those books I've read and I can pick any of them out. And and when I read books, and this is something that Topher, you and I might differ a little bit on because you found some way to speed read books that I don't understand. I am, I'm the slowest reader ever. I'm like hanging on every page. I'm writing things in and like tabbing things. But I really like doing that so that I can look back at the book, open it, and and see my thought process going through and see the things that really stood out to me. 
And so I want to be more intentional about that. Does that help with retention also? Yeah, definitely. It's like taking notes in a class. When you're doing it by hand, you're really thinking about it. I think I retain that information better for sure. The the few books that I have on that shelf now that I've read all and done that to, I I definitely, I could, you know, reference information out of those books like it's nothing. And some of them I've only read once. Some of them I've read several times. But that's another fun thing is going back and reading them again. I do daily Spanish lessons. I've been doing those for over a year. I'm going to continue doing those, um, and I'd like to kind of to jump into it. would be nice. I'd like to obtain a professional proficiency in Spanish, which is going to require me to just suck a lot at speaking Spanish with people because I, I have enough fluency to hold a conversation to some degree, but as soon as people start speaking too quickly for me or anything like that i just i lose it and i feel dumb and then i just i shut down i don't want to keep the conversation going i've got a great coach spanish coach if you'd like one yeah i really i I would definitely because i I mean i just use duolingo now but it's so easy to just trick yourself into feeling like yeah i'm learning so much it's hard it's hard when you're not in the culture like when i go to mexico i can speak spanish (laughs) same so when i come back and i'm like any Spanish. <laughs> I, I, that's the exact same experience I have. I go to, to you know Mexico at least once, if not twice, a year for a week usually. And when I'm there, I'm so immersed in it. By you know the second or third day, I'm speaking Spanish with people. I'm tricking people into thinking that I, I'm fluent in their dialect because you know people will hear my my accent that has been developed over the last 20 years, and they think that 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 equates to the amount of Spanish proficiency I have in terms of my grammatical skills, and it absolutely does not. Mm. So I'd like those two things to line up a little bit more. And I'd also like to learn a new technique, a new freelance technique every single week, because I, it, it doesn't have to be a big thing, but if I learn a new technique in freelancing every week, by the end of the year, that's 52 new things that I wouldn't have known sure. at the beginning of the year. So I like that Brilliant. idea. Um, I want to attend a leadership development course. I've been working with the, my, my boss uh, to, to line that up. And then I'm, I'm kind of a history buff, and I'd like to embrace that a little bit more. So I want to read at least six purely historical books this year, which is something that I haven't really focused on at all mm. uh, since I got out of school. And then uh, for kind of the bigger things, I'd like to, to try to line up a master's program and have my work pay for it. That's something that they offer, um, but I've, I've always kind of avoided the thought of going back to school it haunts me mm-hmm. in a little bit uh, in a few ways but Darn. at the same time i think i think it would be really good for me to to continue my learning in that way and then i want to to the mentorship point i want to receive a freelance mentorship i want to find someone that can help me with with my freelance hmm. so that's that's my whole education page powerful when you wrote that out was there anything on there that was like oh man that's a that's a gut like makes you nervous definitely those two last ones are are they make me nervous they still make me nervous the idea of going into a master's program is there's a lot of unknowns with that and and i feel so busy constantly already a a part of my mental block with that is just is just trying to figure out how i'm gonna make it work but i know that if i if i want to do it I'll make it work. It's just it's the case with everything in my life. If there's something that I want to do, I make time for it. And so I just got to put it out there. The thing that's interesting about this, and I'll get to you here in a sec, Toph, but the thing that's interesting about this is that we're doing the MVP still. Are we all still doing those? Yes. <coughs> yes. Um, you're going to start thinking, okay, with the master's program, what's the one thing that I can do today that's going to move the needle the most? Only one yep. thing. You don't have to think of the whole elephant. What's the one thing I can do today that will make a big difference? And that's how you're going to see a significant jump in the, the progress towards these goals is because this translates into your MVP. Right. And it gets to be that one little thing. Well, I just need to call that guy. I just need to fill out that form. I need to 
pay that fine or whatever the thing is that right. you've got to do. One bite at a time. One bite at a time. Otherwise, it is overwhelming. Some of these goals that you wrote down are huge. Yeah. They're life-changing goals, the things that we're writing down, and there's no way you could just do that. Yeah. Like yeah, that. And, and, you know, the, the master's program specifically, I mean, that's, that's something that's going to take years regardless. And so that is kind of daunting in its own right. But, but to be able to know that I can just – chip away at it and even if this year it's just lining things up yeah. it's just figuring out that's you know, progress isn't hey it? you know I, i'm interested in this and just communicating that with with my boss and trying to work that out with him that that's progress in its own right that's right exactly yeah. Toph, what do you got <clears throat> before i go i want to touch on something that you said okay okay this is vital and i think everybody really does need to put an ounce of thought into this learning how you learn is yeah. a very important thing, okay? What you're saying, like where you go through and make detailed notes and whatnot, I totally understand it, I know, and I know that that's your process. Yeah. I know how I learn. I learn and I have to understand the concept. Mm. And if I understand the concept of what's going on, then I can, I can recall all the stuff that, that it, they're talking about and whatnot. But if I don't understand the concept, for me to go back in detailed notes, right. I won't remember any of that. Mm. Like in college, I full on, punted taking notes in class because if I part and I, this is a big important I showed up I sat in the front row and I, I was an active participant right in every class if I did that I retained infinitely more my notes were never any because I was distracted taking the notes right. down yeah so learning how you learn is a very important thing and that does translate to whether or not you're going to retain this stuff that's a very interesting point um now to my part here so in our experiences with the daily MVP, uh, my list started off a lot like yours, mm -hmm. okay? However, I had four things, uh, by the time I got to version three, I had four things on my list that I whittled it down to. <laughs> four versions, ladies four and versions, gentlemen. Yeah. The number one thing, though, kind of trumped everything else that was gonna come on this list. In three months, I'm gonna go through an education process that I can't really, I don't know what I'm gonna get into. Right? You can't really yes. study. And I, study I can't for study it. for it. There's Much. nothing. I can read books. I can listen to, to I, people that I've heard have experience. I heard they I do have a manual. Okay. Yeah. And I love the way that that's written. It's freaking hilarious. But <laughs> um, so the other three that were on there, so that's my, my big education is going to come from that. And the other three that were on there actually were better suited in different categories. So I can, do you want me to go into them or do you want me to save them for doing this? What do you have on educational? I hunted education all the way around. Oh, really? Just like he did his notes. Okay, okay, gotcha. It, it, it wasn't because all right. the, the what stuff, do you got? My, the three things that I wanted to focus on for education, uh, I want to become kind of a master in stoicism. Okay, I want that to be my discipline that I have locked down. That's really more of my spiritual category. Okay. Um, in terms of my hard learning, which I'm already doing, that's also part of my spiritual routine, mm. and I want to keep that yeah. going. It's a time block that I do every single day to yeah. the speed reading stuff. Yeah. Um, the, the fourth one that really matters to me the most in education is what we're doing right now. It, it's on the, uh, my American Masterminds card. Hmm. The podcast and bringing people in and, hmm. and learning from these guests that we bring in, that's my education hmm. and what I want to build on. I really like that because that's going to motivate what we do that, that informs what we do in the podcast mm. and the type of people that you want to bring in i, I actually think that's really good. i want to yeah. get to a point where we're going to have all that's the whole point we have yeah. a variety of everybody coming on but i want to bring in people so you want to learn about trading stuff right okay let's bring an expert in and let's learn about yeah. some trading stuff perfect right because yeah. i'm with you like i can read i can do all this stuff nothing beats this no. 
right? So let's go find the experts. Well, let's bring them in, and let's. I want this to be our classroom. our education, our classroom. And that's the hard right. time. That's the hard thing is about spending your time. You can spend your time reading all these books, and and then you have to go and implement those things you learn and figure out what doesn't work. Versus having somebody who's already done this and say, "This stuff worked for me. You should try this," or "This didn't work. You should not do this." Or how about just somebody that's sitting across from you and will keep going. It's not just the one sentence. They'll keep going until you, oh, okay, that's what that, right. that's what yeah. that makes. Hammer that's what I right? mean. A little bit better. Or if, yeah, yeah if, it's, if it goes over your head, you can be like, no. Well, hold, hold on. <laughs> Come on back. Yeah. Smaller <laughs> words. Smaller words, please. Reel it in. Reel it Yeah. Cool stuff. Well, then let's, let's you read your spiritual. What do you, what do okay. you have on there? My spiritual is um, the journal, hard learning, and MVP daily. That's number one. That's on the list. Um, Let me just stop you there. The mini business plan daily. Why is that spiritual? Because it's what aligns my day in the morning to get me motivated to go through everything that's going on. I think that also informs the type of person that Topher is, mm -hmm. the, the life that he wants to live. The fact that that ended up in spiritual, it, 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 it reflects on your exactly not just your learning type not just how you learn but the type of life that you want to live well it what we learned from the mvp was it, it's not just a, it's not just a to-do list right no. right the mvp actually there's a handful of things that are a to-do list there's a couple of things like i got to get these done that are above and beyond the day-to-day but most of that stuff is keeping me in check on my spiritual i'm going to stay calm in every situation i'm going to check that one off but you it's know, a perfect dichotomy between oh, like right. the two of us no, where right. your spiritual is doing a mini business plan every day and my spiritual is spending as much time in the desert away from business as I possibly mm. can. That was one of my points. Well, that was that was one of the big so the reason mine is kind of smaller and what I said this is the hardest writing exercise that I've done is that exact thing. What is it that I actually yeah. want right now? Yeah. You and I are in a different place. Yeah, totally. Okay? You and I've been encouraging this, don't take it in. Okay? <laughs> You go run out to the desert. I will. Okay? I'm done. That, that's that's not on my list anymore. That doesn't matter to me at all. Right. Okay. And what made this so hard is there's actually only a couple of things that actually matter to me right now. Yeah. Okay. The rest of this stuff that we're trying to bring in is to enhance those goals. Right. Okay. I, I want to get it's in the MVP, all that said. But as a matter of fact, I just had a, a conversation. We'll call it a conversation with them the other night. <laughs> This has made such tremendous leaps forward. And it, and it, yes, I do think in systems. I think in routine. I think in grind. That's the athletic background to me. Being spiritual to me is that my routine is correct. My routine is making progress. I wonder okay? how much a kid's going to fuck that up. That's part I don't know. Why do you think this was so hard? Yes, hundred percent. All of it. That's one thing that I've I, I heard recently. I don't even know where I where I heard it, but someone was talking about the importance of time to them and how everything was exactly as you're describing, super structured, and it was so important to track every moment. And then as soon as they had a kid, it all went out the window. It's like as soon as they look at their it's child, to see that for Topher. It's yeah, to see like the flexibility that you can have to bring in to. to uh, the routine yeah it's it's gonna be cool to see anyway but it's not but it's not just it's not Good, a, it's not a it's not bad a downer no right it's it's amazing yeah oh it's, it's i'm gonna very be. excited we're right. past the like now i'm in the excited like <laughs> all right let's 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 get this let's here do this. let's do I'll this yeah um but yeah I, i'm i'm with you guys but the way that my brain works the, the what 
what is spiritual to me is being productive. It's right. taking care of my family. It's taking care of this. It's all of those things. That is my spiritual experience because like to me, the, the highest one on any of these is that we're all getting taken care of. Yeah. Okay. And if I can make that happen, I'm the most fulfilled out of that. No, like okay. That. No. I don't need to go, I'm not picking on you, but I don't need to go run to the desert. That doesn't, what is that going to do? That's fair. Right. That, and I'm sure you have great experiences and everything going on out there. <laughs> that doesn't do it if it doesn't, if it's not directly impacting him, Nora, or you guys, okay, which all is my, that's my world. Right. That's what I'm trying to structure and build. I like that. So, yes, the, the spiritual stuff of staying on track, doing all this. Um, I want to bring on people to the podcast that, to expand this knowledge and these, having these conversations. I want the golden nuggets to be our, our thing, and we keep going with this. Um, uh, my one spiritual thing that I want to, I want to be stoic at the face of everything that comes my way. That's my, it's not a perfect science, but that is my absolute focus. Something happens, somebody yells at you, whatever it is, stay calm, calculated, stay stoic, no matter what is going on. Um, then a spiritual, the deep dive into stoicism, which is part of my, my thing, filling the, my education book. Um, and then my two, or my three, uh, Super wish list is attend two ceremonies, go to Costa Rica retreat, and then my ultimate would be um, becoming a head coach and training young men in a new way, because I have the baseball knowledge and it was that before, but this version of Topher is going to come with a whole new toolkit hmm. that I believe would be my spiritual awakening in doing that. The thing that's interesting, Topher, is you're putting those things down there and... Um those there's no wrong answer there's no wrong answer the the going out to the desert i see the beauty in that i yeah. see the beauty in this and it's for each person that it's important it doesn't matter it, tr it truly doesn't matter what you put down there as long as it's meaningful to you right right and there's no one that can say this is better or this is worse when we compare these things and i've done this for a minute it's interesting the things i see on people's list that they consider spiritual or they consider educational or physical or these different things that I would never consider in a million years that falling into that category but for them it makes sense and it's meaningful and that's the key it has to be like like stir your soul you read this and you're like okay this is who I am this is what I want this is where I want to be so I love it. So good job. Everybody, good job. Yeah. Now, listeners, I want you to know that as we're putting these together, this is a, this is hard work. This is difficult, a difficult thing to do. Because, it really is. Um, no one ever asks you, what do you want in your spiritual life? Even people who are religious. Spiritual life? How about, when was the last time somebody genuinely asked you what you wanted? Yeah, besides to order food. Right. Yeah. Right. Other than to take your money, yeah, you right. know? <laughs> is there one of these, as we're looking at them, that is more important to you to share or... Um, a, a learning something important that's happened along here because um, listeners we've got spirituality of course we have education that we went over financial friendships American mastermind which is a, an important spoke in my life um, health relationships um, which is your it could be your marriage or whatever that is um, your charitable efforts which is mine's Thanksgiving's heroes your family your business I've got um, got a lot of these different things in here which one would you guys want to talk about is there one that is more meaningful to you i would say that the two that have come to the forefront and these this is really 
informed a lot by my experience over the last couple of months with this ACL tear and everything that's come along with it. Um, the two that have bubbled to the top for me are health and family because in my experience over the last couple of months, those are the two things. And really, I mean, since we initially started the gratitude journaling, and I think this is something that I covered when we were following up from, from the outset, was that those things came to the top. The, the, the family, the, the gratefulness for my parents, the gratefulness for my sisters and, and my nieces and nephews, and, and the time that I get with them, and then also my, my physical and, and mental well-being. But especially in the last two weeks, uh, or the last two months, uh, as I've as I've you know gone through more in my he more health-related stuff than I have in my entire life before, and have my the realization that health is such a razor-thin line that we all we're walking a tightrope, and yeah. at any second you can fall off that tightrope, and not only just in a small way. It could be a small way at first, and then it could snowball. And, and you really have, we, we trick ourselves into thinking we have a whole lot more control over that than we actually do. It's a young man's, um, that's a young man's lie. Yeah. It's called immortality. Yeah. And there's a, a point where, as you're growing older, you're going to realize, oh, wait. Well, it's funny that you say that. The, my, my dad tore his ACL when he was 24. Mm. And I'm 26, and I just tore my ACL. And what he told me is it's, it, it, it's the intersection between when your, your immortality, your real immortality starts to fade and your perception of your immortality continues to grow. Mm. And when those two lines meet, that's when you tear your ACL. And that's when you know that from that point forward, you've learned that lesson. And things, those two kind of lines start to merge. Mm. You start to realize, oh, that, that mortality is actually there and your actions start to actually support that. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's some tremendous wisdom. I know that I really started taking care of the mechanism after a severe injury. It's yeah, it's been life changing yeah, for me. It really yeah. is. So amazing. So anybody else? Anything else that anyone else had that was a big aha, a moment of like, okay, this is something I hadn't considered before. Uh, the marriage one for me was the probably the easiest. I had lots of stuff to work on to add up to that. So. <laughs> There's always stuff to work on. Uh, right? Would you mind reading that to us? Would that be okay if I asked you to do that? Sure. So I want to, first off, have a weekly, a set date night weekly, which we've been okay about in the past, but it's never been a set day. And, you know, we, it's a no questions asked, must do. So, yeah, weekly date nights. Uh, I would like to, to go on a trip, just her and I, and uh, just spend some time together doing that. Uh, I'd like to read a book together with her, whether it's a relationship book or just something that we both enjoy. Uh, I'd like to, to take a spiritual journey with her again. <laughs> <laughs> Renewed. Um, we've, we've done it before, and, and it's probably the biggest eye-opener I've ever experienced. Wow. So I'd like to move forward with that. Uh, another one just like connect daily and you've mentioned like the golden hour <clears throat> and I'd like to kind of implement something like that in my house where it's just we shut everything off and put the kids to bed at a certain time and we spend an hour connecting yeah um just more adventures and and there's some intimate stuff that I won't share but um yeah good I like so. that 
Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's really great. I'm going to jump to my... Um, my, uh, my it's interesting about the relation. This is one of my really big like wrestling moments here. So I combined for this season, and this was a big realization that I kind of had to come with. For this season, my relationship and my family are one and the same. I am starting a family with M, which is kind of more important to me than the quote unquote relationship. Like the words family mattered more to me for this season than the relationship did. Mm. And so, and this was a really hard one to come because we're, we're embarking on something completely new, completely different. So mine, mine actually, I took the relationship and combined it with my family for this season. Come around next season, we do it again next year. It's a, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have an entirely different outlook on all of this stuff. But my family, um, these are the, what is most important to me is I wanna build an amazing friendship with them and bond over parenting and working together for our family. Hmm. I wanna foster an environment of love, growth, and curiosity. Um, I want Nora to be here safe and easy. And, in, and then my last one for the must-haves is uh, in good standing with the family. And that's a very big one for me personally because I've always cared, I believe, too much about what the family is. And if the wording on this actually matters, I want to be in good standing with the family, her side, my side, all of it. Hmm. That is not to say we're buddy-buddies. We're that just means that you want to meet her, you want to do something, we're in good standing, it's going to be okay, and then we right. can get the hell out of here. And it just has to be on your terms. It's not good standing on their terms. No, just, just yeah. I don't need anything special. As a matter of fact, I don't want anything special. Right. I just want to be on good terms and we can move forward and let me do my thing here. So um, it was a really hard one to come up with those four bullet points of like, that's what I actually want for this season for my, for my family and relationships. And in, in full fairness, you have family stuff, right, that you have kids are already grown. You've, they've got their problems. You've got stuff to manifest. Yeah. I have the foggiest flipping idea right. what to manifest for Nora right now. Yeah. So that's kind of what I did with the family and my relationship. Well, you did. You manifested a safe coming home, right? Right. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. great. Step number one. That's step step number, number one. Just everything. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm just going to watch this. <laughs> That's, uh, I, I, love the, I love that you've got some clarity on there. Now imagine as a young father, uh, a young man in a position of starting out a relationship with a person. Um, in this other person, we, um, you know, we just met. Things are great. She's still wearing her, putting on her lipstick. You're still going to the gym and doing all the things. <laughs> and um, pants. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, yeah, you're going, to, you're going to Walmart in your pajamas, and she hasn't brushed her hair yet today. And it's just this crazy it's just crazy when you don't have goals set with your relationship how that little thing can just drastically take you off course mm -hmm. it's one of the big three yeah. in your life and if you don't have that one thing dialed in the, the rest of it doesn't matter yeah health yeah number one right the big three and so you've got to have these things put together uh, in my relationship i want to share with you i want to do, do a date night every week we've done that quite uh well this last year but i want to get clear about what date night is like the definition of date night doesn't mean we've got to go to the movies or go out to eat, but it means that we're purposefully setting our devices down right. and we're, we're looking each other in the eye and talking about stuff that matters. I feel like those are the best dates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A walk. We just, yeah. We take a walk or go to the woods. Yep. And, and read together, yeah. get in the hammock together, whatever you got to do. 2 p.m. check-ins. I, I set a timer on my yeah. phone and I check in every day at 2 o'clock. She knows I'm calling 
at two o'clock unless I'm in the house. Then I'll come find her. But every day at two o'clock, I go tell her how much I love her and appreciate her, and I'm grateful for something that she did throughout the day or whatever it is. So, and she's she knows that it's a a reminder, and she doesn't care. She's still grateful that I'm doing it, coming and checking in because that's something that she asked for. The love journal, um, you guys know about the love journal where I write in the love journal um, all of my feelings, whatever's in my heart, and then I take that journal and I put it on the pillow, and then she writes in it until mm. everything is out of her heart. And we trade that back and forth. That's interesting. I hadn't heard of that, but that's brilliant. It's a good idea yeah. because um, the thing about um, us is we don't share. It's just not it's not who we are. Like I've got things I'm doing, and I got to take out the trash, and then I'm the thing in the deal, and the next thing you know, the week has gone by. And so it's hard for us to slow down and just write down what's in our heart. For them, women store up. They're like a capacitor of anger and passion and love, and they store it up, store it up, store it up until boom, we have an explosion, and there's. She's mad at you because you didn't do the dishes, but it has nothing to do with the dishes. It's something else altogether. It's because she's got all this energy that's been building, a storm that's been building for a long time. And so it gives her an opportunity or a safety valve to let all of these things out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the things I get in my love journal are kind of hard to read because I've been a dick. I know who I am. I'm not easy to live with. Sometimes I'm hard to live with. And she gets to write it in there. And we don't have to have an argument about it because she's getting it out of her heart. And so the love journal has been a very powerful thing. Invite Annie to come along. I go all the day long. I go hard all the time. And I just need to say, hey, you want to come with me? You want to come with me? And she can say no. It doesn't hurt my feelings, but I need to be conscious that I'm always yeah. inviting her. Mm -hmm. That's smart. Right. Read something together. I want to be doing that with her all the time. Golden hour. One-on-one um, -on -one vacation for at least four days. Um, find a relationship that inspires me. I want to find someone that I think is kind of traveling the road that I want to be on and kind of learn, ask them, what are you doing? How's that work? I'd like to get counseling this year. I need to stay vulnerable and present. And then a couple of other things in there that we won't share. But I had Annie sign this. And if you look, sports fans, there's her signature right there. Sports fans. <laughs> the reason that I had her sign that is because it's important that my partner knows exactly what I want from the relationship. She needs to know. And then I have her fill out her spokes. And I want to know what she wants from the relationship. In relationships, there's something called a covert contract. Have I ever talked about that with yes, you guys? Yeah. yeah. And covert coming out next week. It's a real. It's real. It's a <laughs> real thing. And covert contracts are something that I am unwilling to participate in anymore. I just don't want to have any contract with you. If I have an expectation with you, Jared, I want you to know just about to be it. Outright. Just yeah. to be outright with it, yeah. because I think yeah, Jared's a good friend of mine. He should know that I don't like it when he right. insert anything. You know what I mean? Like just create any kind oh, of a rule there. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Um, but uh, men and women, husbands and wives, partners, whatever you want to say, we have these covert contracts. If she really loved me, then she would know that, that this is important to me. Yeah. And it's just not how it works. And yeah. we're all guilty of the covert contracts. And then talking about it makes you aware that you do it. And I'm, I'll always catch myself like, how would I, she know? I didn't tell you that. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Yeah. But I got mad about it, but I, yeah, I didn't tell you. I, I meant to. Yeah. And that happens a lot. Like I expected you to know, and that was wrong of me to do. Imagine the, uh, the, the steam you could take out of a, a fight in just owning that shit. Right. And so working on that kind of stuff. Now, in having a relationship, this is my third time being married. I want you guys to know that. And this is the time that I'm going to do it right. This is my person. I want to make this work. And I've never had intention in a relationship before. Um, I have a friendship page here, and I have actually names of people on my in my life that I want to pour into this year. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven friends that I want to become better friends with. I want mm -hmm. to get to know them better. I want to support those brothers. I want them to support me. I want to 
um, set regular appointments with the top five and rotate that five through so that I'm really connecting and building those friendships because it gets harder. Guys, as you get yeah. older, yeah. Relationship, relationships like you had in elementary school and junior high don't happen. You don't have right. that best friend that comes Teammates. over and spends the night and you go out and throw eggs yeah. at houses and stuff or, or Boy Scouts. Those are awesome. Those are, <laughs> those are good nights. I want to do a, a men's trip, a dude's trip. Um, I want to establish healthy boundaries with um, some of my friends. I want to uh, text a friend daily and tell them that I'm grateful for them. And then here's my list of friends. I want to uh, find a friend and, or spend time with uh, men who inspire me, um, both in my health, my relationship, and all the spokes of my life. And so I'm looking for that, that in my relationships and my friendships. Now, putting intention towards your friendships might sound funny to some people, but the thing is, is that um, we are in a world of isolation right now. The world <clears throat> is trying to make us separate us from one another so that we don't talk to each other in the stores. We don't say hello to each other on the streets. We're fearful of each other as humans. And so, like, you have to be very intentional about relationships or we will buy into the isolation that the media and the world is trying to uh, force upon us. And I really believe that it's an intentional act to separate us. Together, men, we are powerful. Oh, yeah. Se separate, we are weak. I feel right. the same. They're, they're, it's intentionally. They're trying to, to segregate and keep you, keep you apart. Keep you offended. I might push back and say I don't know how intentional it is, but it might be a huge lack of foresight on a lot of people's, front, uh, on a lot of people's behalves. Yeah. I think a lot of people have made a lot of decisions, very powerful people, and some people who weren't powerful when they started making the decisions. And then it snowballed, and it snowballed, and then all of a sudden here we are, and it's like, whoa, well, you can't roll that back. Oh, right. oops. Well, now that I've brought it up, I'd like you to kind of keep your eye out on how the world is intentionally creating There definitely separation. is. I will agree. Because that I, I if only you don't push... believe like me, then you're a bad person. And, if, <laughs> and because I believe louder than you, that makes me more right. Right. And, all these crazy ideas that are absolutely false. Like There's, you have such a great opinion, Alec. That's absolutely different than mine, and I love that. That's <laughs> that's great. In in one of my I, so I, I graduated with a strategic communications degree. We both graduated with strategic communications degrees. One of the books that I read, one of the textbooks that I had, a, a few chapters was specifically dedicated to this idea of kind of this breakdown in a lot of parts of, of our world. And one of the things that the textbook explicitly said is. And it's our fault, yeah. right? We, we did this. We created these divisions, we cr and we did it with maybe good intentions, maybe bad intentions. And at, at this point, it doesn't really matter, doesn't matter what the intentions were. Yeah. We broke it. Yeah. And now it's our job to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. One of the common themes I have when I uh, do medicine, if I've done ayahuasca or I'm doing psilocybin, is the common theme that we are all one. Yeah. And that there is no separation between me and you and that person on the street or that person that's completely different than me or the person I see on TV. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. We're all part of the, the human right. experience. Right. And if that's entirely true, well, then it makes it so that I'm unable to be unkind or hurtful to you because in turn, I'm really hurting myself. I'm taking the poison that I'm giving. Yeah. And it really changes. It shifts your mindset. And I really think that the being intentional with your friendship, with your relationships, is taking the medicine that is the cure. Mm, I like that. That's really, yeah, that's really good. So we're going to jump really quickly. Now, we have a whole lot of things in here, um, sports fans, that are amazing. And we could go on, to, on for <laughs> hours and hours. The question is, as you were looking through these things, who do I need to become in order to get the things I'm worthy of? Or who, how do I become worthy? How do I create that? In part of my education or finances, um, I have a common reoccurring to get training to um, continue to build self-love, to continue to build that self-confidence, to continue to 
to reinforce the idea that I'm worthy of the, of the goals that I'm chasing after. I, I'm, I was made to do it. I was made to achieve these goals just as you were. With one of the exercises that we do and we're going to do it tonight is we're going to write ourselves a letter. You guys ever written yourself a letter? Never. Yeah. Have you ever? You yeah. have? Yeah. It's tof? No, I actually haven't. I'm going to read this letter that I wrote um, for me. It was, um, it says November 31st, but I think this was back in, uh, mm -mm -mm. anyway, it's been a minute. This is one of my old ones that I, I found, and I'm going to read it to you so you can get an idea of what we're about to do this next, this next uh, practice. <clears throat> oh, man. All right, here we go. Robbie, you did it. Congratulations on another year in the books. By now, you have finished Thanksgiving's Heroes and fed 2,500 families. You have grown the team um, to 25 people, all happy and doing a fair volume of business. You are just getting ready for the last month or two before baby A, is what I was calling her back then, baby Z actually is here. Good job, dad. You are a good dad. You are feeling healthy. You are a powerful leader and you are developing your skills every day. You are happily married um, to the love of your life. Your daughters are happy and they love to talk to you. How lucky is that? Robbie, I am here to remind you <clears throat> Robbie, I'm here to remind you that you are perfectly made. You are where you are supposed to be. Please remember that I love you and I'm grateful <clears throat> grateful for your hard work. You are my hero and I am proud of the man, the dad, the husband you have become. Keep at it. Never give up. Never stop reaching for your goals. Never stop being true to yourself and never stop believing in yourself. You can do it, Rob powerful now awesome. thanks what'd you think about when i read that how it relates to the stuff that i would write this is going to be a much better writing exercise than this one <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to take this and write you're going to write a page it's just a short page uh, it's not a long letter you, if you want to do one on your own and you can do it but this is a letter that is twofold purpose number one when you hit the wall man when you have hit the wall you are you're ready to throw in the towel you've got the fuck it flag up you are done <laughs> and uh it's good to read this it's good to read this because i wrote this to me and none of those things had happened they were just what i wanted it how was, old is he now five yeah, so, so that's that wasn't november 31st of 2022 no. or yeah. twenty i've been doing this a long that time that was a yeah. long time yeah this was six years ago and so uh um as you write this letter you can pull it out and read it on that day. It's in my journal on the back, right in the like the last page. I tuck it in there for when I get to the end of my journal. But it also is something that you're going to have. You're going to set in your phone as a calendar reminder to read at the end of the year. You want to read this because this is your accountability. This is the. Did you show up? Did you do it? Did you? Yeah. Did you apply the effort? This is, this is my future Rob writing a letter or, or receiving a letter from the Rob that's being hopeful and that I want that future Rob. I have his best interest in mind, just so you know. I really am pulling for the guy. You know what I mean? I want the best for him. And if he can have these things, if they can be manifested into his life, how much better will it be? Yeah. This applies a little bit of emotion to it. When you write this letter, and I would like to believe that when you read it in the future, it will do as this did six years, six years later, still stirs my heart because I want to be these things. I still am working on these things. I still am realizing all the time that I am perfectly made. I'm the most Robbie Rob that you're going to meet today. Mm -hmm. God made me this way on purpose, as fucked up as I am. 
I am perfectly made because he does not make mistakes. Here I am. And I have to remember that. And if I can remember that, then I am worthy of all these things. And if I'm worthy of all of these things, what can I accomplish if I go into battle with that in my mind? There is nothing that can stand before me. And as I go through my life and I'm manifesting these things and I'm reading these things and I'm remembering these things, then they start to happen. Mm. And I've been doing this for a long time. And the thing that's powerful for me is I have um, friends in my life, family members in my life that haven't been doing these things. And I continue to feel myself changing and growing in ways that they're not because they're not intentional about what it is they want. Right. That's really the bottom line, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, the thing that came to mind when you were reading that for me, and it took me a second to kind of process what it was because it was like a feeling more than it was a thought, but it was gratitude for the you then that set out to do all those things that then led you to be the you now that I met and this whole thing came together because of. It all started back then or before then, but I never would have thought about that i never would have considered i've never considered that in my life to think about that i'm grateful for topher six years ago or that i'm you know i'm grateful for you before we met in college or before you know the the things the things you decided to do that led you to here that led me to make the decisions that i have in my life like i'm grateful yeah isn't that amazing yeah you can take that line clear back to like I'm grateful my grandparents met and they yeah they got you follow that thread you know, for maybe can, too long. You can go way back. <laughs> the other thing is is that at the end of the day, excuse me, there's a there as I've grown older, um, there's just not very many people who can put their hand on my shoulder and say "Atta boy," like me. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this this guy. Yeah. Him being proud of me is more important than anybody else's being proud of me. Yeah. Him being happy with my results and my efforts is more important than anything in the world. Because ultimately, I want you guys to like me and love me and think that I'm cool, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. In six years from now, we might not be sitting across the table from one, of another, one another, but I will still be looking in the mirror at this man. Yeah. Right. And so this is so super important. We could do this now if you want, or we could work on it on our own. What's your preference? I'm up to do it now. We're, well, we can do, we can do it, do it after the podcast and yeah. do it together. Yeah. yeah. We'll do that? Okay. Let's yeah. do that. I like that. All right. So now we've got the, um, the letter that we're going to put together. We've got this package of all of the things that we want in our lives. As we're putting these things together, um, how does it make you feel, Jared, to have like this kind of a bundle of organized intention? Um, some of it's overwhelming. But just putting it on paper, you know, I, a lot of this stuff runs through my brain throughout the day, all the, all the time, every day. I should be doing this. I should be checking in with my wife. I should be, why do we not have a date night set? All these stupid things. When I do my gratitudes in the morning and I can see it on paper, that's comforting. Mm. I like that. Oh, very good. I yeah. love that. That's important. Um, what do you think, Toph? I mean, you got you have spent a tremendous amount of time going through it, thinking about it. In the process of thinking about these ideas, like, what was your journey like? In did you feel like you were like constantly 
thinking about it. Like, oh my god, I haven't thought about anything. What do we do this? It's been about a month. Yeah. Yeah, I've been working on this for about a month, and it, it's weird to like, <laughs> to like, it came in so many different. The first, I, I should have kept them. My first ones, I don't think there was an inch anywhere on here of like. It, same thing with you. It was scribbled in the corner. It was scribbled up over <laughs> here. It was completely. And you went through, and I, I crossed stuff off. But I'm, I'm proud of this, and. I know it's a little bit more simple, but that I feel like that's the season I'm in, is I'm very pointed on what I want. I'm proud of this. This is actually what I want. This is actually what is going to move the needle. This gives me actionable stuff to move forward with every single day. And to your point, a lot of this stuff is on my mind every single day. You know, I've got a thread open to, the, to these things, but I like what this looks like. This feels like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm comforted. Like, there's no, I'm not, and I, maybe it was part of, like, taking some, I was overwhelmed with all of the stuff that was on there, and I kept working it, kept working it, kept working it. What's here is here for a reason. Right. And I've, I've put a lot of thought into each one of these things. This is exactly what I wanted to do. This is 2024 right here. I love that. The thing um, I'm hearing you say um, again, I know you hear me say this a lot, but as men, we need a hill to charge. And you have defined your hill. Yes. And in so doing, you empower yourself. Mm -hmm. You create the, the roadmap, the, the blueprint is the word I was looking for, to, to travel down that road. If you don't have a, a blueprint or a roadmap, it doesn't matter which way the wind blows. It makes it real. Yeah. But to your point, I do think about all of this stuff every single right. day. And until it's written down, which is why the, that stuff is on my MB, my morning stuff and my spiritual stuff, yep. until it's written down, it really doesn't count, right? Yeah, you're, you're, now you're accountable. Now it's right here. here. It's, it's here, and it's been it's workshopped. It, this, is, this is it. I would encourage you then to um, show to the people the, the parts of the life account um, that are important to that relate to them. Eliminate some of the covert contracts with your business partners. Eliminate the covert contract with with M when it comes to finances or, or family or spiritual, all of the things she should be, she should know about all of these mm -hmm. things because she's your co-pilot. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. She's, she's there and she should probably have some of her, herself that she should write down that you know about. She's working on it the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I know that was our, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Annie's got hers and um, she, I was talking about it today and I'm like, I haven't seen yours yet. And she's like, I'm working on it. So that was, yeah, I got the, nope, we're not ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Alec, tell me, as you were traveling the road and you were like kind of pondering the things, do you feel like you opened up a um, kind of a, a bandwidth or a space towards thinking bigger? Yeah, yeah, big time. I, one of the ones that, that specifically did that for me was when I got to, you, you labeled it marriage. I don't have a marriage. I'm not even dating anyone. <laughs> but that was kind of, for me, I sat there and I just stared at a blank page for a long time. And it took me a minute to realize what was going on. But after, and it was a couple weeks of me really kind of contemplating that. Um, I have been through a couple of experiences in my life that made me not feel worthy to be loved by someone. And so that kind of bled into everything else. What you started the podcast with, the idea of being worthy of all of this stuff. It feels good more than anything else to feel like, I've written all this down because I do feel worthy of this stuff. 
and I should be. I should feel that way. Absolutely. And so that that to me, and also this is right down my alley, just in terms of writing things down and and being very intentional about about my my note taking and everything like that. So it's been exciting in that way. My my parents watched me do this last version as they were kind of walking by me like, what the fuck is he doing? And finally my mom's like, what are you working on? Why do you have so many notes in front of you? I had like three notebooks <laughs> yeah. in the first version of this. Then I had my computer open and I was looking at quotes and I was like, I just like the numbers were scrolling by and, and, I, and I said, you know, I'm trying to be more intentional. And she just looked at me and this is perfectly my mom. She's like, you're more intentional than I am and just walked away. <laughs> so, uh, uh, well, listen, young man, I'll give you some advice on relationships. Um, you are in a spot right now because you're not emotionally attached to anyone that you can write down your non-negotiables yeah. of what it is you want from a partner because when we fall in love I'm going to use that word lightly <laughs> we forget what's important yeah and some of the things that are important that I want in my relationship I want them regardless of how much I love the person and if they don't have that right it's something I need to consider right because you're building yeah. a relationship because love comes and goes the relationship the like is the thing that's always going to be there I like Annie all the time I like her all the time sometimes she wants she wants to punch me in the face <laughs> Sometimes I want to, you know, go out to the desert. I want to spend some time alone. <laughs> but the things that I have in Annie are the things that I intentionally wanted in a, in a person. Yeah. And so those, because of that, we're still together after the, the st storms have come and gone. So let me encourage you to take some time while you're not in love to write down the things that you must have in a partner. Not yeah. like she has to have great toes. Perfect it, 10. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> but some of the things that... Um, are important to you if you want to have kids she has to want to have kids and so that yeah. when you're when you're meeting these people you can you can quickly eliminate or keep yeah the deal breakers the deal breakers the deal breakers thank you that's where i was going with that so that's a good one yeah the two kind of flip sides of that that coin for me are you know becoming myself the person that will attract the person that i want mm. and then the flip side of that is understanding who the person that i want is oh wow and that that, that for me for three years now i've told people and to, to some degree of truth although sometimes the things that you convince yourself of have that that ingot of truth and that's why they're so dangerous yeah but the idea of i've been dating myself and it's true i have been dating myself i've had a really good time and i would almost feel bad trying to date someone else because of how much time I've been pouring into myself. But that had almost until recently very little intention. And so the idea of becoming that person that I want to see reflected in a partner is, is really powerful to me. Love it. Beautiful stuff. All right, American Masterminds, let's get that one out. Mm -hmm. That's what we're here for. <laughs> let's, let's get to this. And I'm, uh, I'm sharing with you the things that I want. Um, out of American Masterminds so that there are no covert contracts amongst us gentlemen because we are the American Masterminds. We are a collection. I was excited to hear everyone. Put this yeah, on. this one's the, this is the finale, the fireworks. So <laughs> I'm going to read mine first because, um, you know, everything's about me. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> I love that running yeah, theme. That's a good one. <laughs> it keeps coming up. Uh, so I would like to have 50 active members. It doesn't matter how many total members we have, but I'd like to have 50 contributing motorcycle riding I love that. humans showing up. Um, I want all of our events on the calendars. I'd like a summer ride, a fall ride, and I'd like to put together a year-end party. Mm 
Nice. Um, I'd like to have a podcast with a total of 100 episodes. Um, I'd like to have a uh, the working uh, 5M. Yes. Um, I'd like to uh, incorporate on a couple different levels so that we're running this business um, um, well. I'd like to have a nonprofit arm for the uh, for the American Masterminds. I would like to uh, work on our website, a blog, and uh, like really creating a web presence that we can be proud of. Um, I want to have a podcast that grows to over a thousand followers. Um, Shooting well. And um, I would like to get new mics, and I would like to have mobile podcast equipment so that when we're out on some of our adventures, we could do a podcast on the fly. That's brilliant. I know. I like that a lot. We could do some cool ones. Like we could do one at breakfast where we're sitting around and we're talking about the things, and we could really create some cool content. Like we're up on top of Mount Nebo, and we're looking at the thing, and let's talk about this. You know what I mean? We have some great conversations on eating. the ride eating eating a poker podcast <laughs> a poker podcast uh. <laughs> we could we could have some we could have some really cool stuff that um, I think we could incorporate into the the total scheme of things that shows the culture that we're building yes yeah I love that so uh, perfect Tof what do you got okay um, this was a huge one for me because mastermind kind of encompasses my friendship it's up on the wall there that was the whole point was to uh, masterminds number one fixing the five people that you spend the most time with. Hi, guys. Here we are. <laughs> okay. Um, but I want to build and cultivate a culture of success and fun to build friendships that last a lifetime. Um, I want to establish the war room and in that of our, all of our endeavors. Um, and then I want the ability to delegate for growth. We need to put other people on the calendar. We mm-hmm. need to have other people helping do this stuff because it's what it's going to take to grow. Um, I'd like you. I want the uh, Roadcaster 2 um, and the best setup that we right. possibly can. Uh, I want to launch the store and the giveaway model, which ties to your website. Um, I want four new War Room members. And just so we're clear, the War Room criteria, which we will get into, is uh, it, it's an exclusive, very exclusive club within the club. Um, and then 30 network members uh, that are guys that just come and ride with us. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want that the different numbers is what I was really excited about. The, I want to get to 100 episodes. Um, I want and then my these are my reaches. The podcast reaches 100k, and we hire somebody to manage, making sure that it's it's going out and doing what it's supposed Circulated. to be doing. Yeah. Uh, American Masterminds go to work at the American Masterminds Clubhouse. That is my number two mm. of everything that goes on here. That is my actual biggest one the american masterminds go to work at the american masterminds clubhouse yeah uh, and then i want to do a spring trip fall trip and we don't have to go into this right now but uh we're going to do something else called money weekends you guys are going to be tickled pink Dig with it. this it's going to be awesome <laughs> so i'm endorsing this I'm i think this is amazing this. That that's is a great, great way to go would you like you guys like to sign off on that yeah. accountability i do yes. i like both of those all right. Here we go. That uh, nice pen like Robbie has. Oh, yeah. It's nice. All right, Jared, <laughs> let's see what you got. Okay. Um, so mine, I would love to do a ride to the Redwoods. And I always wanted to go there, and I would love for us to go there together. That's, yes. I've never seen it, and that's on my bucket list in life. So I'd really like to share it with you guys. Um, also bring in new members. I don't have a s- 
specific set number, but I'd have some guys in mind that when I think about bringing in new members, like they're guys that I would want to do this podcast with and want to spend time with and want to be involved with all of our endeavors. So I have a few guys that are on that list. That's the criteria that I have for bringing in new members. I don't want just anybody to be hanging out with us. I agree. Um, I'd like to be more involved with the podcast. So what that entails, I don't know yet, but, you know, taking on more responsibilities or learning some new things and stuff like that. Um, And also a new clubhouse where we can all where we can all spend our time together working together have room for our other businesses grow expand but also be rubbing elbows with each other yeah, every day 400 square feet isn't enough for you yeah. i mean <laughs> that might be a stretch is it look, what we, look what we accomplish with a couple hours a week together yeah yeah if it turned into 40 hours a week yeah. together it, it i i I can't even fathom what's going to come I was doing that, that with you before we knew what the hell we were doing, and it was still really fucking yeah. productive. <laughs> yes, 100%. The, 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 you know, Scott, him and I, the most, we talk and whatnot. It's not the same. Yeah. When we were sitting across the table from each other every single day, yeah. unbelievable things happened. Yep. We had more minds to this. Holy crap. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that is what I want to build. I'm in a full agreement to send that baby over. I'm signing yeah, it. Let's sign that. What else? Is, is that everything? That's it. I love it. All right, Alec. Okay. Uh, I am I'm still disabled, and so I only did one of our motorcycle adventures. I, I like the idea of two. I'm hoping that I can get myself back in time to do many this year. But I, I'm setting my must-have, and I, I got to do one. You'll be back. I'll be back. You'll be I'll back. be back. I've been doing – I've been telling everyone I have two full-time jobs right now. I have my full-time job, and I have PT. And realistically, I have three because I also freelance on the side, and it's the new year, and all of my clients are like, we have to change everything. It's great. New year. And I'm like, perfect. That's awesome. I'm really busy right now. It's going to cost Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to ride 10,000 miles on the Challenger. I, I think that's – honestly, I, I want to do more, but that's my baseline. I have to ride 10,000 miles on the Challenger. And I want all of us to have custom American Masterminds wraps on our Challengers. No. And, and I'm – I want to get two – Two serious sponsors, two serious content sponsors oh, for our good. for our trips and for our content as a whole, mm. so that we can really do what we want, and they will they, they'll make it happen. And mm. so that, that's important to me. I want to help Scott get his challenger. That's that's an important thing for me this year. Um, I'd like to, and I don't I, I don't know how everyone else feels about this. I had this first time airing it. I'd like to ride to Alaska. I think that that. Like your redwoods, I, I look at pictures of Alaska all the time. I think, God, that's so beautiful. Why haven't I gone there yet? And I want to do it on a motorcycle if I, if I can. So That sounds amazing. Yep, yep. Uh, I want everyone to have all of the Challenger upgrades as well. I want, I want us to have like a pack of not just 
bone stock. This this year was the year for, or last year or was here. the year for bone stock challengers. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But next year, we're going to look like a bunch of badasses on some custom tune challengers. Like that? Uh, I want to get a, a, at least one celebrity on the podcast. So someone that can really bring in some serious um, viewership, but also um, someone that brings value. I think yeah. those two things hand in hand. Right. Um, I want to grow just the YouTube channel alone. I want to gr- grow to 10,000 subs. And I chose that number specifically because 10,000 in my experience of growing YouTube channels in the past, that's when people start to take you seriously. That's when you will get sponsors interested. That's when you start your numbers. You can actually, you don't have to convince people. You don't have to say, well, in this amount of time, we'll have this or that. You can just show them the stats and they will say, wow, that looks really good. We would pay a lot of money to get that advertising elsewhere. What can we do with you? Hmm. Uh, and then my last one is I want to pay off the challenger completely. So that's it's kind of a financial thing, but for me it's also an American Masterminds thing because it kind of – That's part of it. One needs to happen for the other to happen yes. I did for me to be able to achieve that. Cool. Yeah. Um, the thing about no. – Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get some signatures. Let's go. <laughs> Feels like signing day at the table, baby. <laughs> this was my favorite day of the year. <laughs> I used to love signing day. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes, yes. Do I get a yes? All right, boys. Oh, good work. Now, uh, we've talked this to death. We've talked about... <laughs> um, how this works it goes in the journal we read it every day we take a moment after we've done our gratitudes we spend some time imagining the success feeling it we have our um, safety letter at the back of our journal should things hit the fan and we're we're really struggling we can read this letter but also it's a letter that hopefully you don't have to read until you get to um, november or december and you're ready to take a few minutes and reflect and see your progress you're going to date it um this is the one thing i didn't do on that one but i should have is date at the date that you're writing the letter and then you're going to write on the envelope the date that you um are going to open it and then we put that in your calendar so that that is part of your plan i want to encourage you that if you have um date nights in here or regular appointments with your friends go into your phone and set the calendar appointments the hardest part about doing this is just going in and just setting it up, just doing it. If you can start doing that, you're well along the way to having a tremendous amount of success. If there's things in here that are reoccurring that you want to do it or whatever, put it in the calendar. I, ha- I have an absurd amount of email reminders coming to my phone already. It's like, goes yeah. because I've done that with a lot of this stuff, especially the financial things, things, reminders for myself, and yeah. then also little, like, helpful triggers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Triggers. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. So it's important that you're doing these things and you're moving along in this. Now, living a life of intention is hard. It's hard to do. Um, and the thing that you'll hear me say over and over, and I say it in our, my life a lot, is you have to choose your heart. Um, you can choose. I think about when I was 120 pounds heavier than I was, and that was hard. But it's also hard to get up and go to the gym. It's hard. And so I'm going to choose my heart. I'm going to choose the heart that's going to benefit me the most. And the heart that I'm encouraging you boys to do is live a life with intention, to make the, the hard choices. Um, what's the, the saying that you, uh, if, if you do the hard things, you have an, an easy life. And if you do the easy things, you have a hard life. <laughs> um, and that is directly translated into living a life of intention. So this year, this is the challenge. This is the, the goal, the, the hill to charge, the thing that I really want to focus on. And I would like to encourage us as accountability partners to ask, how's things going? Yeah. How's that looking? How's the, 
How's it progressing with the American Masterminds? Let's check in in six months and see if we're doing the things that we said that we're going to do. Because that's progress that's going to be made. The real value in this relationship that we have with one another is that I know that Jared can come to me and he won't ask me in a way that's offensive. He can be like, bro, how's things going with your your the relationship things that you were you're planning on doing? And I yeah. won't think that he's coming at me and attacking me in that right, way. Right, right. When we're doing these things in my friendships, the, the five appointments that I want to be setting, the regular appointments, are to talk about this. This is what I want to be talking about. I don't care how the jazz are doing. I don't want to talk about politics. I want to talk about how's your life progressing and how can I be a support to you? How can I lift you up, brother? How can I make that happen? And if I can do that, then I know you'll do it for me. And if we can do that, there's nothing that we can accomplish. I really believe that because most people, number one, don't have focus. And then number two, they don't have the support in order to be successful. Some of the things I need help in, only Alec can do. Only Jared can do those things. There's only things that t- only Topher can help me in this one area because of his skill set. And I have to have these resources. Thank you. Right. Thank right. you. And I, I have to have these resources in order for me to achieve this amazing life that I'm worthy of. The, the final note that I want to say, listeners, is that if you haven't done this, do it. Download, the, um, download it. Listen to the podcast. Try this out. Try this exercise out and then share it with someone who's it's meaningful in, t- in your life. Take a moment and decide what you want in your life because if you don't decide what you want in your life, you're going to get to the end of your life and you will have nothing. You will be alone. You won't have the relationships that you won't want, your health, you won't have your finances in order. All of these things that you know you should do, but if you're sick of shooting all over yourself, put together a plan. Put together a plan mm-hmm. and just go for it. Here at the American Masterminds, we live through intention. We live through accountability. We are warriors, and that's how warriors show up. They show up ready to fight. And um, I want to invite you, listeners, to be a part of this adventure in 2024. Do the blueprint and share your thoughts and feelings. Share this podcast with um, your friends. Like this. Subscribe to the podcast. Alec, what do you got? I've got can – I, can I end on a quote? Can, Hold can, on. Before we do that, no. ladies and gentlemen, this is free. Go on there. Download it. We want this. We want to try to spread this message to everybody. We want you to have this. Get on there; it's free. Well, all the links and everything will be in the descriptions. Also, Rob almost said download the app, and that I, I just got a light bulb over yes. my head. So, yeah, write that down. <laughs> we're working on that right now, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. But the the quote that there. So the first quote that kept coming to me over and over again as I was doing it, I, I had already shared, and that's the one of, of you know the the problem that we always have is setting setting our goals too low. Uh, not ever setting our goals too high. The the one that kept coming to me, and as we were talking tonight, kept recurring over and over again. It's a William Arthur Ward quote, and it's the pessimist complains about the wind, the optimist expects it to change, and the realist adjusts the sails. Mm. And right now, we're just adjusting the sails. Beautiful. Yeah, that Love is that. a great quote to end on. Like it. Subscribe to it. Share it. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.